0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's message. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Let's let's start with a couple nice deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth, please. Ah. <sighs> Oh, wonderful. Happy holidays, everybody. I know in the US, we just uh, wrapped up Thanksgiving last week. And that is it can be strange (laughs) for a lot of us, actually. Um, Some of us have just changed so much. And it's not that our family members haven't. But at some point, I'm wondering if I'm the only one that Occasionally looks around the room like, who are these people? <laughs> it's just such a strange experience. Anyway, it was a, a wonderful holiday. And I, I do notice how much, yeah, I just I've, sometimes I do feel like it's getting back into those um, more traditional relationships where you notice how different you feel relative to how other people feel. Um, it is quite strange, isn't it? Anyway, I'll talk about, I'll talk about relationships a little bit more in a minute, but um, yeah, holidays. <laughs> okay. All right. So what we're going to talk about today is, and this is fun because I as human Jill have no idea exactly what we are going to be talking about, but I'm excited for whatever we are going to do today. <sighs> Alrighty. Hmm, let me just settle in here. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, Okay, so what I feel from our teams, I'm just gonna let them let them speak here. If you feel like you've changed a lot already, wait till you see (laughs) what's coming. (laughs) Okay. This group has been setting itself up to have so much trajectory in who and what you are. Okay, let's just just feel that for a moment. So it's almost like, if you feel like you've changed a lot so far, I mean, like, hang on to yourself, because it's about to get really good. The level of creator ability, the level of authorship that you have pulled back for yourself that you have grabbed onto, it hasn't been handed to you, you've claimed it. And it's changing the nature of this reality. Okay? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I feel I feel your excitement and we are excited with you. Okay. This changes everything because your ability to redefine who and what you are, to tweak anything about yourself where you want to do better, to rough out or smooth out the rough spots that, that you may have perceived in yourself, that ability is going to seem more effortless more fun, more satisfying than it really ever has been before. Now, this, the cool part is you don't have to change yourself from the outside in, it's just about the inside out. So when Jill was talking earlier about the experience of being with, you know, family and, and loved ones, extended family, and how surreal it feels, because it's you look at these people, and, and they are loved ones, you do love them, but it's like, they feel like strangers in some ways, because you have adjusted who and what you are so dramatically. And you feel it even more, perhaps, as you go back into these sort of historical relationships and historical energy patterns. It's like you recognize how different and how foreign (laughs) you feel, actually, in so many ways. So for us, it feels very exciting and even thrilling, especially when your metric is do you like yourself better than the version of you before? That is the best metric. Do you like yourself more <laughs> than you did before? Right? So the others, um, uh, Criteria that people used to use about whether they were kind of there yet um, may have been things like how much money they were making, how successful they felt in this reality, whether their relationships were perfect, whether people liked them more, etc. Just all these, we don't want to say arbitrary criteria, but criteria that doesn't always. track with internal progress of such a divine cosmic nature. Okay, (laughs) that was there was a lot of energy in that part. Now Let's deconstruct some of it. Okay. All right. So how do we do this? How does this actually happen? Is there like a step by step approach? Is there a manual to follow? No, you don't need a manual because you already know how to do it at a soul level. So it really is about allowing yourself first to be honest with yourself about what you do and don't like about who you are about what you are in your humanness. And that doesn't take any special training. It doesn't take any, you know, magic observation skills. It really just takes honesty. Honesty with yourself about what you like about yourself. Honesty with yourself about what you like about yourself. So all these other people that may not get you, (laughs) may have never seen you, may have even intentionally it seems anyway intentionally like they want you to feel awkward and uncomfortable or weird we're going to put all of them to the side <laughs> just for a moment maybe for longer than a moment <laughs> and we'll just let them be them okay while well, we give you while well, you give yourself actually more permission for you to be you and see that's the that's been the the pitfall that a lot of beautiful people like you step into is that you give a lot of other people like tremendous latitude for being themselves, but you don't give yourself nearly enough latitude for you to do you. And that's what you've always needed is you giving yourself more breathing room for who and what you want to be to explore what's possible within yourself (sighs) Ah, <sighs> that feels good, right? Because let's be honest, some of the growth, most of the people that we're talking about that we just kind of brushed lovingly, but emphatically to the side for a moment, most of those folks, they can't see the growth you've already experienced. They can't, they probably still look at you exactly the same way they've always looked at you. That's funny, right? Because you know how much you've changed. I can see how much you've changed, how much you've grown, how much you've expanded, how much you've figured out and what you've, what you've let those, those uh, discoveries mean to you personally. And these beautiful people can't see it. So let's assume for your own sanity <laughs> that they're unlikely to see your future growth as well and let's just give ourselves a moment to be disappointed by that <laughs> okay because that's real that sort of disappointment of like dang it like i want to share it with some people i want to sh- I, w- I want somebody to look at me and go oh my god you've totally changed like and you i loved you before but i love you even more now right i that's so satisfying when that happens especially when you haven't seen somebody for a while and they look at you and they just kind of like, whoa, you got you got what, 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 what are you doing? This is amazing, right? Because you feel so different. And it feels so good when somebody else can affirm it and confirm the changes and the progress and the growth that you've made. So we want that for you too. But this is Earth and people are distracted by their by their own selves. And there doesn't have to be anything wrong with that. Okay. (sighs) All right. So the disappointed part of you needs a hug. Give it to it. Now, please give that part of you a big hug that it wants to be seen by certain people, it wants the validation from some people that you've figured out some things and grown in ways that are exciting to you and should be you think exciting to everybody. But sometimes they're not. Okay, good. Alrighty, let me just check logistics here for a minute. Okay, we're still good. Okay, woohoo. All right. So one thing we also want to point out more than likely, we're pointing it out to your brain than anything else. Okay. So the growth, the true growth that you've experienced has been assisted. Not only greatly, we're going to say assisted cosmically by the truth that you were never incomplete. Okay. So let's, let's do kind of a before and an after, right? Before for most, most of you is on the left and after is on the right. Another, like a, it's like a before version of how growth happens is that you figure out what's wrong with you and you take that incomplete you with voids and holes and cracks and flaws, et cetera, and you fix them. That's the, that's the before version of growth the after version of growth that we're talking about is that you've always been a state of wholeness. You've always been whole and complete. And that doesn't mean perfect. There we go. Okay. So when you grow from a state of perpetual wholeness, it's more sustainable. It's more real, because that's how your team looks at you. So your higher self is always looking at you as a whole and complete and amazing version of your human. Now our brains can't do that. <laughs> so don't ask it to. All right. <laughs> but so this right, this this after version on the right side in your mind of, of growth is that you've always been amazing. And you have the opportunity if you so choose, and this group tends to choose this, to be even more amazing, if for no other reason, than that you just want to, (laughs) because it just feels good to constantly be being a better version of yourself. Again, with the ideal metric being how much you like yourself. How do you like you? Now when it's easy to like yourself when you're just totally rocking and rolling, but in the tough situations where things are not ideal. Okay, wait, hang on. We've got I think we've got a situation where somebody is not muted. Let me go look because I'm learning. Okay, hang on. Sorry for the Just uh, no, she said she's muted. Okay. All right. I think it's good. If anyone's having trouble with audio, email me. Okay, <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> okay, so this version of growth gets fun, you guys, because you are it's like that playful younger version of you. Some of us think of the innocence of a child as naivete, where that. The, the child is like, oh, they're, they're so silly. They don't even know where they're we're like broken and flawed, right? They don't even know to be preoccupied and upset about some of the problems of, or their challenges or, or where they annoy people or whatever. Actually, it's not naivete, it's soulfulness. Because that playfulness of a child, it's indifferent to those problems because, drumroll please, they don't matter as much as the adult humans think they do. So as the adult version of ourselves, we are so overly preoccupied with someone's, you know, quirks, (coughs) oddities, annoyances, because one person's annoyances are another person's delight. It's true. And every single annoyance can be turned into a quirk of brilliance, um, a charm, you know, something to smile about, right? It doesn't have to be a bad thing. So this, the, we're going to play with this with this idea that your inner child is going to love this idea of this form of growth because then it, like I said, it, the trajectory, the, the growth curve <laughs> gets really steep, really quick in a really fun way. Okay, now the other part I want to make sure your brain knows about now that step one was this before and after version of growth. We're not growing from a state of brokenness, creating a sense of wholeness. We are now informing our brain that we're growing from a state of perpetual wholeness. Okay, there we go. The next update we want to offer your brain is that, <laughs> I don't want to lose it because human, <laughs> human Joe was just like, wait, what was it again? Okay, give me, <laughs> give me a minute because it was really good. <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll get it back in a second. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Is that again, this is we're going to use this concept of the before and the after. The before version of some perception of growth is that you left behind different versions of you. So remember when we talked about the holidays, and some of us get together with loved ones. And we're just like, who are these people? I have I changed so much that I it's not that I don't love them, but I love them maybe in, a, in an upgraded way. I'm not finding flaw with them anymore. I'm not trying to fix them or save them. I'm loving them, but I'm also realizing that I feel very disconnected from them in a lot of ways that I may not have before. Maybe we're feeling disconnected from them because we're not trying to save them anymore. Maybe we're feeling differently connected to them because we love them on a soulful level while we acknowledge who and what they are in their humanness and what they're choosing to be, which may be very different than what we would choose for them. Okay. Okay. So the before version of growth would, would surmise that that growth has meant that we are not the same person we were before, meaning like that, that she, uh, if we're a woman, that that version of Jill is like dead and gone, right? It's out of there, right? It's, it's not that it's gone, it's that it's been expanded. So those all of those earlier versions of you are still in there. And in the Soul Signature series, we use this this visual of those cool, really I love, always loved Russian nesting dolls, where there's a tiny little doll on the inside, and then there's all these really, and they tend to be beautifully painted, right? I love the artistry and just the notion of a doll in 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 a doll, and the tiny little doll at the inner core is just I don't know somehow to me so oddly satisfying because it's so freaking cute and the artistry on the little doll, that's hard to do, right? So I'm always impressed with this. Anyway, okay, so all these versions of growth have added to, they've accumulated more and more layers of who and what you are. So you didn't need to ditch any of those versions of you before, you've just added to it. Okay, let me just, let's, let's let the brain settle on that for a moment. <sighs> Okay, (laughs) I feel some of your brains go, but wait a minute, if I didn't like those versions of me before, why would I be like excited, Jill, that they're still there? Mm -hmm. That's a very fair question. (laughs) Extremely fair question. Okay, so why would we be excited about that? Okay. Oh, I love the answer. Okay. Um, Because it's only... Oh, that's I don't think this is going to be satisfying. But let me just give it a go. And we'll we'll fix the words if we need to. You may have been annoyed with those previous versions of you, but your higher self was never annoyed with those versions of you like you were. Okay, is that fair? So even if you couldn't love (laughs) those previous versions of you, your higher self did. And there is a lot to love and value and appreciate there. Okay, but Okay, now I, I'm, I'm voicing some of your, your beautiful, intellectual, rational, logical concerns here. But still, if there were things that I felt, you know, habits that got me into trouble, um, patterns of behavior that were, you know, self-sabotaging, or I just had an annoying pattern with other people that I finally fixed, I don't like the idea that that pattern is still in there. I'm sorry, (laughs) I can't can't change that you guys. Um, It's dishonest for us to tell you that you got rid of it. It just is, it's still there. And if for any part of your brain that's freaked out that it's still there, I'm encouraging you to go to your brain (laughs) and give it a hug. Okay, that even if it doesn't understand how that's an okay thing and even a good thing. Okay, sorry. I'm just getting little like I noticed from two weeks ago when we had the audio problem and I'm just wanting to make sure (laughs) that we don't have any other audio creeping up on us here and and, uh, impacting the message here in a bad way. Okay, good. So give that part of you a hug if it's confused or if it feels like no, this won't work. I don't want to do it this way. I'm sorry that you don't want to do it this way, but this is how it's done. Even if you've pretended that you've gotten rid of a part of you, you really haven't. The reason that this is important is because as we continue to grow and expand and we get, I want to say a bigger energy field, we have more room for our creativity. We are honest with ourselves about what's, what we really are in this world, including uh, how things work like we're doing right here. The biggest benefit of all, in addition to liking yourself more, which is extremely valuable, is that you let in, you make more room for the light of source creator God that you are eternally. You make a more hospitable place, a more accommodating situation to allow for the eternal soulfulness into your humanness. That's, that's a major surprise to a lot of people. I, your brains, I just notice a lot of your brains are really twisted like a pretzel. I love it when that happens because the brains are like, wait, no, the, no, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so let's, let's uh, entertain the brain for a minute because I get it. We've been told so many times that the way to grow and expand and be a better person is to fix the problems of what we are. So we spend a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of time on things like therapy <laughs> and psychoanalysis. And and those can be great things, right? But there is a baseline of of, okay, let's find out what's wrong <laughs> so that we can fix it all the while your higher self is like, I don't think anything's wrong. I, <laughs> I see how this works. They may not see how this works. And they may not see the advantages of why they are the way that they are or that there's an upgraded perspective that will allow them to be a better version of themselves without going down the road, the road or the route of anything having been wrong. Yes, Kathy, that's true. There's no video today. I'm tired, you guys, (laughs) I look tired and I don't want to see myself look tired. (laughs) So there's no video. That's true. Just audio today. Thank you for mentioning that. I should have said something about that. Okay. So this, this, this honest and authentic approach that all the way along your your higher self, your team has been absolutely unconditionally in love with you all the way along. Just feel that for a minute. Yeah, even that part. Yep, that part too. Because what's happening right now most likely is that your brain is going through its list. Its list of things that it was sure that you needed to fix and solve about yourself before you were good enough for whatever. Good enough to say you were enlightened, good enough to call yourself a good person, good enough to like yourself, good enough to be loved by God, good enough to be liked and appreciated and honored and respected by your family. It's a really sad realization. When we come to understand that for some of the loved ones in our life, no matter what we do, they may find something to criticize and dislike about who and what we are. And when we, when we come to that truth, it's sad, but I would also offer you that it's extremely empowering. Because in a way you stop trying. You stop trying to please them and do like this happy dance in front of them to get their approval because you realize they may not be capable of healthfully giving it to you anyway. Even if they saw you as your higher self sees you, in their humanness, they would find and maybe even point out the flaws. They don't have to be that way. But they most likely are that way. Aha. Yeah. I just felt a lot of your brains just go, aha major aha moment right there so what does that mean to stop trying right because (laughs) because some of us are just like we feel like world-class athletes trying to please some of these people and every time a a situation or a holiday rolls around it's like well maybe now I'm maybe now I'll get the the gold star maybe now I'll get the A maybe now they will like me whether it's a sibling or a parent or a child, who knows who, who you have been trying to impress and maybe, don't even, maybe you don't like that part of yourself. Like, God, I wish I would just stop trying to get this person's approval. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop that. Because you have done an amazing job being you. Under less than ideal circumstances, more than likely, this is Earth after all. None of us got perfect families. This, this is this world isn't made <laughs> for for a nice joy ride right even if your your ego <laughs> may try to tell you that it well it is for so and so no not true that's not true okay <laughs> okay yeah group hug everybody group hug <sighs> so now what what do you do when you're done trying to please other people? How about we try pleasing ourselves? <laughs> I just feel some of you <laughs> just saying that can't be right. This, this has got to be wrong. It can't be that easy. No, it can be. And I know for me as Jill, what I have found is that everything I thought I wanted by being more likable and pleasing other people, I actually did end up being better at that when I prioritized liking myself and adding at least a bit of seasoning on the not giving a fudge (laughs) for the most part about what other people think because I can't please them anyway. And now that I see that I'm free and I have so much more energy back <laughs> for myself in in my own growth and my own delight about what I do like about myself and I have more energy to give the parts of me a hug that, that I don't like about myself and that I may never like about myself and that that's okay, that my higher self is not freaked out about it so why the heck am I? Earth is hard enough already. The idea that we add all this other unnecessary, un, unnecessary pressure of, and maybe it's not trying to be perfect, but let's, how different is it for someone to say, well, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be enlightened. I'm just trying to be a wonderful light worker. I'm just trying to be the best healer. I mean, whatever. Energetically, those are all the same thing." They're all the same as someone trying to get perfect. Someone trying to be perfect. The goal here is not to be perfect. The goal here is to be an ideal container for the love of God that you are in the all that is. So this is, the cliche of, well, you just got to love yourself. Most of us have heard that along the way as with the addendum of, yeah, when I get perfect, I'll love myself. When I fix X, then I'll love myself. When I fix Y, then I'll love myself. When I have the validation of, of this person, this person, this person, that they love me, then I'll love myself. Because they'll, by them loving me, it'll show me that I've made it, that I am lovable. But based on their level of distortion, uh, we've already, I hope, covered the fact that they can't do that for you. They can't do that for you. So it isn't, it's not just that it's enough that you are enough, and that you are amazing in the eyes of your higher self. It's more so the truth of it, that that you are more than enough, that you are lovable, that you are worthy, and that you've always been right alongside the, the major flaws you see yourself as having. There's so many examples of this, you guys. I used to beat myself up because I'm impatient. And then at one point, my team showed me, they were like, no, it's perfect that you're impatient. Some of the best leaders and visionaries are impatient, Jill. Because if, you're, if you were patient, you'd wait around for other people to get it. You'd wait around for other people to, to you know, like charge ahead. Because you're impatient, it motivates you to move in areas that others don't even know are there. Do you see that? Do you see that it's not a flaw? That it's fabulous? That you're impatient? And that you built yourself that way? And that just makes me want to cry. Just think of all the versions of that are going on in all of us. Well, I'm judge- I'm judgmental. That's a flaw. You sure about that? Your judgmental nature helps you be clear about the boundary of what you are kind of for and what you're I guess you could look at it as against but what you're not for. That line of demarcation between what you like and what you don't like about this reality, that's your soulful values more than likely expressing itself. So this idea that we've been judging judgment is the, it's like the ultimate irony. It is. So I'm judgmental. I'm super opinionated and apparently that's not a flaw. Apparently that's fabulous. Okay, <laughs> so then when you let go of the, the idea of being flawed again, you're priming your energy field for being like this glorious welcome mat for your higher self energy to step in. Because your higher self energy can't fit as nicely, as neatly, as naturally in a structure that's beating itself up. And what's funny is that a lot of us have become so expert at like the New Age and self-help and consciousness lingo that I in private sessions sometimes it's really funny when I'll say, well, yeah, um, what I notice is that you're afraid of, and they cut me off, oh, no, oh, no, Jill, I don't have any fears anymore. I'm not afraid of anything. Because see, (laughs) you know where I'm going with this, right? The New Age has said, fear is the opposite of love. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not so so then when that client says that oh no Jill I'm not afraid and I'm like okay just hang on for a moment let's, let's just hang with me for a second what I see is that you're trying to avoid letting your child live their own life and that you're afraid and I'm just giving out an example um, you're afraid that if they stay in the mode that they're in right now then they're going to have a harder life and that you need to fix it, you're feeling as their parent, like they need to fix it. So you're afraid of them not fixing this flaw in their character. And you're giving yourself the job that you have to, like help them fix it or fix it for them. And then they start to relax. And they're like, Yep, I'm terrified. (laughs) It's more than just fear, Joe, I'm terrified. Okay, so We've, we've become so savvy at what I'm going to call the new age language, that we're not even honest with ourselves anymore about what we are not just afraid of what we're terrified of. You show me something that you're afraid of, and I will show you something that you love. Because that parent and that example of a client session that's afraid for their child not fitting in in the world because they're obstinate and arrogant. That's love. That's the love of a healthy parent for their child. That's wisdom of a parent that recognizing that this world tends to not respond so well sometimes. To somebody that is obstinate, stubborn, and arrogant. It's like, why not be honest with what that is? So you can just like, let your guard down a little bit in those moments with honesty and authenticity about what you're really doing energetically in your field. Because until you let that guard down, you can't, it's not, not that you can't, but you're less likely to be open to the divine revelation and the cosmic perspective about what's really going on there. By the way, with that child of that client, that child has a leadership profile that is very rare in this reality. Very rare. Now the arrogance, I would agree <laughs> that That is something that's a rough spot on a stone. I would want to help a child polish out too. But it is the profile of a leader. It's the archetype of an amazing leader that doesn't even care to listen about what anybody else says about anything. It's like, nope, locked and loaded. This is where we should go. I'm going this way. Who's with me? Who's with me, right? That's a leader. And I would say we need more leaders. Now, the, the best way to knock out arrogance and to upgrade it into um, self-mastery, arrogance is I'm amazing and you're not. But self-mastery is I'm amazing and you're amazing. And I may not see how you're amazing. And you may not see how you're amazing, but I know you're amazing. And you probably have amazingness that I don't have. So the arrogant vibration can also take on, I like my areas of mastery more than I like your areas of mastery. I, that's, that doesn't have to be arrogance, actually. It could just be personal preference. It is super opinionated and it can turn people off. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty, we're going to wrap things up here. This feels like we covered a lot. And I'm praying, literally, that the recording is good. Um, I want to give a couple updates before we switch gears here. Um, The recording from two weeks ago, we were on Zoom, just like we are today. And I want to like defend myself, but that doesn't matter. I learned (laughs) that there's this little option called mute all that I need to hit a couple times. I think during the live call so that somebody else that joins in later that their mic doesn't go live when I'm talking and that's what happened two weeks ago. Constance if you're on the phone again, I love you. We heard you doing dishes. We heard little giggles, and I love the giggles because they were actually appropriately timed. I'd say something kind of witty, and you'd go. (laughs) So Constance, if you're on the phone or listening to the recording, you were right there with me (laughs) in more more ways than normal during the call two weeks ago. So, I actually invested, even though it was a free call. I just want to know how much you, (laughs) I just want you guys to know how much I love you and how much I love that message. I spent $75 totally out of my pocket. Nobody asked me to. I just felt like I wanted to. That's kind of how I built to hire somebody, Sergey, in the Ukraine (laughs) to help polish up that audio file. And he did everything he could. It still wasn't great enough, though. So I'm actually halfway through that recording, going through it, the whole thing. And as something is like annoyingly inaudible, I'm actually almost like doing a voiceover. Um, so I'll like, you know, put on my mic and I'll, I'll say it again and then I cut it in. So it's going to be jerky um, in terms of audio like oh wait her voice just changed <laughs> wait the volume just changed not dramatically but anyway some of you may be more annoyed by the by the edited version than not <laughs> i totally get that i totally get that that's my leo cd style um anyway so i'm working on fixing the one from 2 weeks ago i haven't fixed it yet and obviously it's a lower priority than other than some other things i have in the hopper but it's on my list and hopefully like i said i pray that the audio quality for this one is just like interstellar good because I love what came through today for those of you that have hung out with me for a while can you feel like things have changed I Zion was a game changer when I oh god I just I feel and I didn't even know what I was going to talk about and I'm tired I was up way too late a couple weeks or a couple nights ago I just did not sleep well two nights ago and I still I I sound tired to me and my voice and I'm sitting here two hours ago. I just sent out the newsletter. I think it was two hours ago. Anyway, I'm sitting here. Saying, Do we even have anything? Do we even have anything? I mean, what, <laughs> what are we doing? I'm working on this. I'm working on that. Should we cancel again today? And I was like, no, let's see what shows up. And hallelujah that we all showed up today. Thank you for your participation, which adds to and helps inform in some ways and set the energy of what we're doing so thank you all of you for that um yeah i really this is so fun okay anyway so yes i'm really glad we did a live call today okay other updates so i just mentioned zion lightly zion was so perfect and i love it there so much that right when i got home actually on the van from zion to vegas the nine of us that were in the van I was like I can't wait for next year <laughs> and they would they were talking about it too so yeah we're totally doing next year so and I already have registration up so registration for Zion 2018 is already up and I feel like I want to pat myself on the back because sometimes I drag my feet on those things but it just came together seamlessly Okay, so that's the Zion trip. I'm going to talk about trips first. Um, The Egypt trip, we have 15 people total, including me, and I feel like we could add two more and still be good. Um, Maybe more, I don't know. Anyway, if you're interested in that Egypt trip, I need you to contact me, (laughs) like, quickly, okay? So, let's see, the website is jillrenefeeler.com, and let me... Uh, guide you to where you go on the website. Uh, Okay, just one second. Okay, so jillrenefeeler.com and in store there is travel and on-site events and you'll see all the travel right there and you'll see why I said that in a second. Okay, so the Egypt trip details mainly it's emailing me because for some reason there's just some things I offer that I don't want to like lay out the whole enchilada on the website. I get protective of some of the things and I don't know why that is, but I've learned to trust myself. So uh, with the Egypt trip, you need to email me and ask for the details and I'll send it to you. Um, Anyway, so that's that one. And that trip is coming up quick. That's February 3rd through February 14th of 2018. And then also over the last two weeks... I want to go back to France. I totally want to do another Mary Magdalene tour. That trip was also so fantastic. And, you know, it was after the France trip and even up to like a month ago, my, well, prior to Zion, my mindset was I want to keep going to different places. I don't want to go back to a place I've already been to. I mean, my list of places I want to go to is so long, you guys. I'm like, Easter Island, Machu Picchu. I mean, all of you are probably rattling off Ireland, you know, all these places. Either that you've already been to or that that you want to go to too. But for some reason, I'm led to go back to France. So I'm already in conversations with the awesome Um, local guide who is so into the Mary Magdalene energy like we are it was like a hand in glove when we met her and the, the secret places that she brought us to in France it was fantastic so when I reached out to her and I was like hey are you interested in another another adventure with us and she was like yes I love your group and we buried the crystals and it was so magical so yes 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 so we've already got tentative dates set up and that is September. Ah, what are they? Let me look. Okay, I'm getting there. Ah, September 29th through October 6th of 2018. Now, the Canadian Thanksgiving Day is Monday, October 8th. And I'm, I'm very aware of this. Okay. I have enough of you Canadian tribe members that point these important details out to me. So October 8th, It's and these dates are tentative, um, but these are the ones we're working on so far. So it could be that it's September 29th through October 5th. Um, I'm actually not really jazzed about going back to rennes chateau I know it's all hyped up and these different stories and things like that. But I mean, I want to say, trust me, I've been there, but don't trust me. If you want to go there, go there. But I'm discussing with the guide whether we really even need to go there. And that was really, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not into runless chateau. <laughs> let's just let's just say that. From my own experience and my own energetic connection, I just feel like that's a prop that's something propped up. Um and it took a long time to get there and I'm just like, I'm fine skipping it, but I get it that some of you that haven't been there yet want to see for yourself whether you decide it's it's propped up energy or not. And I, I can appreciate that. Um but you could always stay longer and do your own thing and go there, right? Anyway, (laughs) so the France trip um, is on the docket uh, in the works. And then another um, very recent, like today, sort of epiphany I had is that, and this is kind of stemming from what we talked about earlier about the Thanksgiving, the US Thanksgiving holiday we just had, and like who are these people with extended family? And it's just so odd. And obviously, relationships and relationship challenges, whether it's a spouse, a lover, Uh, you know, wanting to find a partner, children, parents, neighbors, whatever. There are always, it seems like in private sessions, this, you know, some relationship that comes up as, what can I do about this? So I want to try something out this month, given that a lot of us are getting more time (laughs) with some of these sticky relationships. Um, Siblings, by the way, is another big one. That's a classic one. And we talked about that a bit at Zion too. But we're going to do a relationship alchemy like series. So we're going to do two live calls and then I've added a bonus call. So that's on my website. You can check it out. It's under, let's see, it's under online classes. So if you go to joerenefeeler.com, online classes, and then you should see relationship alchemy. You could also, and I know some of. sometimes you guys email me and you say, I can't find this. And I'm like, you know what? You could Google it too. Because if you just go to Google or whatever search engine you use and just do my name, Jill Renee Feeler, and then Relationship Alchemy, and I bet you it will show up. Okay? So don't make it too hard on yourself <laughs> to find what you need. If you can't find it on my website, because my website is organized differently than you would organize it, then find another way to find what you need. And that, if you want to email me, that works too. Yeah, so when I go to JillreneFeeler.com, I go to the top menu, online classes, I see relationship alchemy right there. And I found this really cute picture of people I don't know, but they're really cute. (laughs) And I use that image for the marketing square. Um, Anyway, I'm excited about this series and trying it out. So we're going to do emailed in questions And then I will answer them. And my expectation, given what my team has shown me, and this happens in group readings a lot of times, is that what comes through ends up being not only relatable, but like possibly even game changing, life changing, helpful, even though it wasn't even your question. So I'm really excited about this. And human relationships, you guys, this is a constant kind of, I want to say struggle I have is that. I could be talking about so many different things. I mean, you know, off planet wars and reptilian, the benevolent and the malevolent or malevolent energy. It's just like I could be talking about so many, like, ooh, that's cool, that's weird sorts of things. And I do have a part of me that really loves to talk about that. But that's just expanding our minds sometimes. And I sometimes question the relevance and the just value of some of those things when we have relationships that are falling apart in our lives. And we, I mean, we don't like ourselves, right? So I'm I'm much more interested in helping you uh, like, like yourself more and not only like yourself more like as you're human, but like love the amazing journeys that we're capable of creating and authoring here so yeah sometimes it's like she's talking about relationships months jesus <laughs> sweet jesus what's she doing you know so-and-so is going to talk about the galactic battle between the i don't know morphoids and altoids <laughs> that's more interesting to me and I guess part of me just wants to say are you sure that that's more interesting to you (laughs) because or is it a distraction from what's really going on in your life (laughs) right (laughs) my team is laughing about the maltoids and the altoids altoids a mint right that's so good okay yes I like to have fun too so if you like a very serious approach um, to your spirituality and somebody who talks like a professor and this is very serious stuff and there's lots of equations and mathematical algorithms then no I am not your person but defensively I will say I have taught I've been a professor I taught corporate finance at the college level <laughs> no not at Harvard <laughs> but I was legit <laughs> and I can do algorithms and lots of advanced mathematics. But so what? So what? I like my life. And that matters more to me, whether than the other things than the other shit. So anyway, I like to hang with you guys, though. So anyway, thank you so much for joining in today. Oh, big blue heron just flew right across the backyard, giving us some beautiful blue heron Great blue hair and energy there. Thank you, brother or sister, whatever that was. I don't know the difference between them. Thank you for being here, you guys. I love you. The relationship, oh my God, I can't talk now. The relationship alchemy class. um, The core classes, the core dates uh, uh, let me just go there. So I know what I'm talking about. The dates I set up for the live calls are December 14th, which is a Wednesday. And December 28th, also Wednesday, and that I set up a bonus call for November 30th this Wednesday, okay, because I didn't want to wait, to be honest with you. <laughs> I like the idea of starting December 18th and then having, yeah, let's see, do I have those dates, right? Okay, December 3rd, oh my God, do I have these dates wrong? I do. <laughs> anyway, so it should be the 13th and the 27th, I apologize wait. Anyway, I'll have the dates correct on the website. I'm sorry. I need to look at this again. Um, See, I am tired. (laughs) This is so true. Anyway, so I'll get the dates straightened out. I think it was supposed to be Thursday. Anyway, maybe it's Wednesday. We'll get it straight. I'll put it on the website and you can decide for yourself. But the point is I didn't want to wait until that long. So we're doing a bonus call this week. I think they are going to be on Thursdays um, on November 30th. Okay. So that'll be a bonus call this week. All of these calls will be archived. So even if you can't join live, even if you don't get your questions chosen, um, try it out. And you know what, you guys, if you don't like like it within the first two weeks of purchase, then tell me and I'll give you your money back because the money part is a much lower priority. I want you to get the help that you deserve with the cosmic support that's available to us. And if you're not getting that from what you've gotten from me, then I don't want your money. Okay, if I only did things for money, <laughs> I would be making a lot more than I am. This is what my team just said. <laughs> it's probably true. Okay, whatever. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. I so enjoy hanging out with you. I I love you so much. And I, I hope that you can feel that I truly embrace this one of a kind, we are not one uh, way of living here. And I I love your one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I can say that for me loving my one, which doesn't mean I'm perfect, and it doesn't mean you are either. That's not what this is about. I love you. Please re-listen to this message. There was a lot here that we covered. I hope you had fun listening to it. There's a lot that we sneak in to the deeper level, levels of our humanness with humor. So I'm not doing it strategically, but I get that the comedy adds to the experience. And it adds to the acceptance of sneaky truths (laughs) that our brains would normally not let in. Okay, I love you guys. Thank you for everything that you are. And I will talk to you soon. Bye bye for now. Hopefully this Thursday, by the way, if you're on with me on that relationship alchemy class. Bye bye.